0: Manx Radio's update with Paul Moran.
1: Pastor, my good evening. It's half past five, and this is update for Thursday, 12th of January, from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, Manx sport, business, sea watch, and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person tonight. Education Minister speaks out on the suspension of the teacher strikes. Starvey farm owners praise firefighters following a serious blaze on their land. Government says joint parental leave after having a baby is essential. Communication organisation Cura releases a survey on what residents think of radio stations here on the island. And the Island Man Festival of Darts returns to Manx Shores with the event being held at the Villa Marina in March. Welcome to Manx Radio's update.
0: Man Benham, for all your business and legal
1: needs. Now with the time of 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Siobhan Fletcher. Faster, my Siobhan
2: warning for severe gales is about to come into force with winds expected to reach up to 65 miles per hour across the island tonight. As a result, the steam packet sailing tonight has also been cancelled. The chief minister has written to the UK's levelling up secretary Michael Gove to express concern about the impact offshore wind farms could have on the shipping and navigation in the Irish Sea. FC Isle of Man's NWCFL Premier Division clash away at Longridge Town this Saturday has been postponed. A revised date for the fixture will be announced in due course. And tributes have been paid to a disabled Manx internet star Darren Douglas who died last week after a short illness. A just giving page has been set up in his memory. Further afield, ambulance response times in England have fallen to their worst on record. The average wait for an emergency vehicle when it comes to the most urgent incidents, including cardiac arrests, was nearly 11 minutes. The boss at Tesco thinks the rate of price, price rises will start to ease in the second half of the year. The supermarket, as well as M&S, have reported good Christmas trading figures, but ASOS and Halfords have had a tough few weeks. And this year's Brit Award nominations have just been released ahead of the ceremony next month. Harry Styles and the band Wet Leg have the most, with four each. There, are your headlines, news at six.
0: Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call... Email or face to face. We're happy to
1: connect with you.
0: Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing.
1: Very windy this evening, and for the first part of the night, with southwesterly gales or severe gales and showers, which will become frequent for a time. The wind will peak between 9 pm and midnight with gusts of 60 or 65 miles per hour before turning to the west or northwest and easing overnight. There is a yellow weather warning in place for severe gales. Areas likely to be affected is all Ireland, and that's from 6 o'clock tonight until 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, sunshine and one or two showers tomorrow. Strong westerly winds through much of the day decreasing during the evening. Temperatures up to 10 degrees. Uh, sunrise tomorrow morning at 8.31. Sunsets tomorrow night at 4.23. Outlook, it's going to turn wet tomorrow night. Rain clear into showers on Saturday morning and very windy again by Saturday night. Uh, high water today was 2.21. Low water today nine p.m. tonight, uh, 1.4 metres. High water tomorrow is at uh, 4 minutes past 3 in the morning at 6 metres, and then low water tomorrow at nine. Eleven uh, tomorrow morning at 2.2 metres.
0: Visit the Manx Glass & Glazing website and see a range of
1: products from windows to doors, mirrors to
0: splashbacks. ManxGlass.com
1: now, constructive talks are the reason today the teacher strike has been suspended, the Education Minister has confirmed. Julie Edge says new proposals have been put forward by the NASWT, describing it as very productive and a welcome step forward.
3: Obviously, we've still got, we're have still we in the process of considering the proposals from the union, um, and we've agreed a timescale, um, but obviously that's to continue negotiations with them with regards to um, uh, the, you know, the proposals, and um, we will have to do some detailed work on that but there is a time scale in place and we'll be meeting with them again shortly Can you tell us anything about the proposals in specifics? No, it, it, it wouldn't be appropriate at this moment in time obviously um, but it's it's been um, it's enabled us to avoid um, obviously continued action today and um, I think that's the right approach and um, it's a collaborative way forward and we have to continue these discussions with the union. Is the department just giving in then? No, certainly not. Um, obviously, we we will always, and we've always kept our talks, uh, and we've always kept our door open to further talks. Um, but if a new proposal comes forward um, or, or or slight um, alteration, I, it's right. I think we should look at these and um, go back to the union with uh, any you know anything that can resolve this dispute. It's been going on so long. I suppose. It must be asked though if these talks were held last Friday why wasn't this point reached before strike action on Tuesday so obviously as I've said you know we need to um, work on the proposals um, it's not something that you can just do um, you know you know quickly um, there's all the all the discussions that have to take place so um, obviously that wasn't possible so we did have one day of strike action um, but you know we did have a lot of our staff that did turn out and go into school and um, you know I thank them for for that, um, but it's great that we've now having this this big step forward with the NASUWT to have these further discussions with them.
1: Parents on the Isle of Man need to be enabled, empowered and encouraged to be the best they can be and a policy change is needed to make that happen. That's the view of the Population Rebalancing Committee which will ask Timmel to support 15 recommendations to tackle the current imbalance. New mum Amy described the impact the current allowance of paternity leave had on her and her family. He was
4: allowed to have the two weeks paternity leave that is standard but he wasn't paid for those two weeks and in the end because of the difficulties that I had with my labour and inducing the labour we had a week before baby arrived and then a week after baby arrived so he only got to have one week with my little boy Jack before he had to go back to work and so that was not only tough for him but tough for me as well because it's so new and definitely had a few tears when he had to go back to work. In our situation my husband earns a fair amount more than I do and so it wasn't even really an option to try and split the leave at all because we just wouldn't have been able to afford to carry on living on just my salary. We'd have needed his as well. So it kind of took that option away from us. And I know for him, I mean, I feel so lucky that I get to spend all my days at home with Jack and I feel so bad for my husband that he's missing out on all of that because it's so important and it's such a formative time you know he missed his first smile already like he's only 10 weeks old and he's already missing milestones so I feel yeah I feel really sorry for him as well and I wish that we'd be able to been able to share a lot more of that If you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report email newsroom at manxradio.com
5: or call 682 631 any time of day or night
1: The owners of a farm in the west of the island have praised firefighters after a serious blaze which destroyed a large barn on their land on Monday night. Jenny and Stephen Devereaux of Starvey Farm appeal say the blaze is a major setback for their organic produce business, but it was some c- consolation that the blaze occurred outside the growing season. Jenny told Manx Radio they have received many goodwill messages and offers of support from all over the island.
6: Oh, we have. Everyone's been really amazing, um, you know, sort of giving their best wishes and to help. Um, just you know, just letting us know that they're there for us, really, which is which is really kind of it.
7: And I understand that you're also deeply grateful to members of the fire service for the way in which they dealt with the incident.
6: Oh, the the firefighters were absolutely fantastic. There were sort of like huge numbers of them, appliances from Peel, Kirk Michael, Douglas, huge numbers of firefighters and they were here for, you know, sort of hours and hours um, um, doing an absolutely incredible job. And obviously most of them were just retained firefighters. So they'd been at work and then had to go to work the next day with probably no sleep at all. Um, but they they just did a, an amazing job. No, we're, we're very grateful to them.
7: Now, a pretty terrifying and horrific incident for you at the farm. Was there ever any danger of the fire actually reaching your house?
6: Um, fortunately, not, because the, the house is on on the other side of the road, um, and because it's obviously the winter time and it's been wet and everything. There, it, there wasn't anything that was going to to come across this side. If it had been in the middle of the summer and everything was dry, then. It might have been a different matter, but fortunately not.
7: Now, obviously, it's still the early early aftermath now. Thankfully, there was no livestock in the barn. But what was actually housed in there, Jenny?
6: Basically, it was was mainly sort of for for our sort of like business, the the salad and herb and and jam business. So we had the the pack room where we we pack all the the herbs and salads. Um, There was a chiller, um, storage of packaging, the jams um, stored in there. Um, and then workshop um general storage, so it sort of a, it was a multi purpose building, but obviously <laughs> was a lot of stuff for the business.
1: The Manx National Farmers Union and University College of Man have joined forces to produce a series of fully accredited courses aimed at farmers and workers within the sector. It's hoped this will help boost the agricultural industry. Kerry Burchell is responsible for adult education courses at u c m
8: hopefully there'll be it'll be quite popular and it'll ensure that the agricultural sector of the island are fully qualified.
7: Farming I suppose like any other industry these days is quite a complex business it's not a question of just going out in the fields there's so much more to it. Are the more young people still interested in farming these days?
8: Well I believe so. I believe there are um, horticulture, full-time horticulture agriculture courses here are quite popular. We've also got the person who's going to actually be running these courses is the directors of the young farmers, so that's quite good. He's, he's very well in the know. So there are lots of the youth emerging into that sector as well and it is a, a really large sector of employment on Ireland so it's rightly so that we should be offering some qualifications in that area really.
7: Yeah we see lots of vibrant young farmers clubs on the island and just it shows the enthusiasm and ability that we have in the young people within the industry.
8: Yep, yeah, absolutely so let's just hope that this is a trial these courses so it, as long as we are seeing the numbers coming through there are hundreds and hundreds of other courses that we could offer in the future so as long as we um, see these courses being proven popular then we're happy to put on more courses to meet industry needs really.
7: You mentioned some of the uh, the factors that will be built into the course and one of them of course is computer skills. Like so many businesses computers play a part in, in everything and farming I guess is no different.
8: Yeah so when we first spoke to the NFU they said that there was a lack of skills to do with um, farmers keeping their own books so Basic Excel use of Excel and use of social media in order to sell their produce really. So that's why we've put on that uh, bespoke course for them, in particular, just to upskill them in that area.
1: Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. So the bat. Men- The Ben left Haysham at uh, three minutes past two, should be arriving any time now into Douglas Harbour. Uh, Due to the uh, weather, uh, the severe gales, the uh, tonight sailing... 7.45 to Haisham has been cancelled and due to that forecast uh, if you have an online account or website you can log in and amend your booking there. Alternatively you can contact reservations on 08722 992 992 or here on the island 01624 661 661 Obviously, the return sailing uh, from Haysham to Douglas has also been cancelled. Tomorrow, sailing at 8.45, Ben McCree to Haysham uh, should be arriving there at 12.30. That is still scheduled. If uh, you need any more information, head to manxradio.com, click on to news, then click on to travel. Follow the steam packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. How do you listen to radio and what is it like what is it that you like or dislike about the stations on the island? That's what the communications and regulatory authority is asking the people of the Isle of Man in a new survey looking at the island's broadcasters. Lewis Foster spoke to market operations manager for Cura, Kim Oliphant.
5: From what we've gathered with radar, they come over and it's a very targeted, very small and limited. Whereas this way we're hoping that with doing it online, with putting out, we've put out basically printed copies to all the libraries on the Isle of Man with free post back we can reach more of the population to give us a better understanding um, and in doing that we're sort of hoping as well that we can understand people can give us their views on why they choose the radio station they listen to what is it that it draws them to that radio station
9: talking about the results when you get these back what will that go on to to inform in the future
5: we get their information back and we want to be open and transparent any decisions we make Basically, we have to follow the statutory regulations and the schedules that we're bound by, which says we've got to have good quality, interest, um, a wide range of programmes. So we're hoping that in doing this in such a way, we will have the views of the public, the open views, so that we can then, any decisions that we do make further down the line, whether it be related to broadcasting, licensing or whatever, we're actually taking the views of the public and using that as part of that process, so it, f- it fits into the rest of the regulatory process we do.
9: If I notice, it was done by one of these sort of Survey Monkey sites. Uh, would we have had better informed results, perhaps, had this survey been put together by yourselves, or was that not an option?
5: We did put it together. We just use Survey Monkey to facilitate the survey. Because it meant that we could have an interactive survey on our website. So we actually put the questions together, we analyse the data, we see the data, we can input all of the printed copies that come in, we can add those in. So everyone's surveys will be added. But it is basically just a form of gathering the data for us.
1: Manx Radio Business Briefing. The Guardian is at risk of being fired as much as £17.5 million after hackers gained access to staff members' sensitive personal information. The newspaper on Wednesday confirmed it had been hit by a highly sophisticated cyber attack that had compromised the personal data of its UK employees. The ransomware attack gave hackers access to information including addresses, bank details, salaries and passport numbers. It also shut down many of the newspaper's computer systems and forced the company to shut its offices for more than a month. UK and European markets close high despite the choppy afternoon following the release of US inflation data. US stocks initially stumbled as investors digest fresh inflation data that showed prices increased at a slower annual rate in December. Oil futures rose with US prices looking to total uh, tally a sixth straight session gain and gold priced higher. The Stock Market Report. Brought
0: to you by Ramsey Crookall.
1: At the close, FTSE 100 was up 0.89% at 7,794. DAX was also up 074 at 15.058. At 5 o'clock, the Dow Jones was up 0.44% at 34121. The S&P 500 up 0.11% at 3,973. 3. And the NASDAQ was up 0.6% at 10,938. Uh, exchange rates, uh, £one we'll buy you 1.219 and €1.126. And in commodities, gold uh, was up 0.97% at uh, $1893. And Brent crude oil per barrel up uh, 1.33% at $84.01.
10: The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So, if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable, and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority.
0: You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio.
1: Inspections of the island's healthcare services have been lacking when it comes to the perception of risk. That's the view of Manx Care's Directors of Nursing, Paul Moore. The Care Quality Commission, or CQC, began carrying out inspections last year. It has raised a number of issues so far, including around patient safety. But Mr Moore says it's important to put the perceived
11: risk into context. If the CQC were inspecting Manchester City, they would rate them as inadequate or requires improvement because Manchester City does not always always win or the you know the star players like Erling Haaland do not always score, and yet they're probably one of the best teams in the world. And uh, it brought, you know, the reason why I mentioned about medical outliers is because if we weren't placing people in the most appropriate venue for care at the time they needed that care, the alternative would be corridor care. And corridor care, in my opinion, is much more hazardous for patients, mm-hmm. and their outcomes would be compromised to a much higher degree. And yet, I find in my conversations with the Department of Health and CQC is that there is no recognition of the the perspective of risk, and uh, I do think that's something we should be taking up as a board with cqc and with the department of health as to you know when we are respected i think it's important that those inspectors are credible and that they are able to put risk into perspective and come to an eval- a meaningful evaluation as to whether the organisation is doing the safest thing it can do in the circumstances it is in mm-hmm. and i think that's the bit that's been lacking for me in this process so far but you know putting that to one side there is an awful lot of helpful intelligence emerging which we absolutely understand and acknowledge and will take forward in our improvement plans. Manx Radio Sport.
9: Rob Pritchard has all the sport tonight. Faster my Rob. Faster my. Good evening. Starting tonight with motorsport. And entries have now opened for the 2023 Isle of Man TT races. The 102nd edition of the races are set to take place this year from Monday, the 29th of May to Saturday, the 10th of June, 2023. Will also see a revised 10-day program taking place on the Snaefell Mountain Course. Among the changes from 2022, the Senior TT will take place a day later on the final Saturday. Meanwhile, the traditional bank holiday the day before will remain, but with the second Superstock and Super Twin races being held that day. Elsewhere, Sunday the 4th of June, historically dubbed as Mad Sunday, will now host the RST Superbike TT contest. You can view the full schedule for TT 2023 at manxradio.com. In football, FC Alvan's NWCFL Premier Division clash away at Longridge Town this Saturday has been postponed. The club says the game has been called off due to a waterlogged pitch at the Recycling Lives Ground in Lancashire. A revised date for the fixture will be announced in due course. As a result, the Ravens' next match currently will be at home against Vauxhall Motors on Saturday, the 21st of January, kicking off at 6 p.m. And finally, in athletics, organisers of one of the island's most popular running events have confirmed changes to the competition's course for later this year. The Isle of Man Easter Festival of Running 10k circuit has been altered for 2023, following certification from UK Athletics. The change for this year is due to redevelopment works taking place in Port Erin at the time of the races, which means elements of the original route are no longer available. The majority of the course remains unchanged, however the start-finish location has moved around 100 metres to allow spectators to watch the start and finish from the same location. There will also be a new loop section around the lower area of Port St Mary, which will then rejoin the previous course halfway up the high street. The festival, organised by Manx Harriers, will take place from the 7th to the 9th of April. As well as attracting local competitors, the event has also become an annual challenge for numerous UK clubs and university teams. (laughs) Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres
0: and Service Centre.
1: Watch out for those uh, severe gales a bit later on tonight. Uh, down at the airport, uh, all flights looking on time at the moment. Gatwick, Liverpool, also London City. Uh, that is both in and out onto the roads. Fun continues at Balasala, The Crossag road being closed between Mill Road and Abbot's Way for resurfacing. Also those temporary lights on the main road at Balthane, round about 24 hours a day for that ongoing trench work. And then further Ballabeg temporary lights on the main road 24 hours a day by Arbury Parish for work on the Zebra Crossing Uh, Douglas uh, temporary lights on Glen Clutchery Road near Governor's Bridge at the Victoria Road Roundabout uh, causing delays in uh, rush hours morning and night and at Laxey temporary lights on the main road near the Queen's Hotel 24 hours a day Uh, if you need more information on the works mentioned go to manxradio.com click on to news then click on to travel
0: Keyside Tires and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest free.
1: Get more with
0: Keyside.
1: Now the popular Isle of Man Festival of Darts is set to return to Manx Shores once again this year from 9th to 12th of March at the Villa Marina in Douglas. Chairman of England Darts Tommy Thompson explains what early demand is like for the event after entries opened at the start of the month. We've had a quite
12: a good response but again dart players are the world's worst. The, uh, it is the start of the um, the world ranking system and there's, there's other events going on and dart players tend to enter one and then when they've entered that they enter the other so we always end up about About 70% of the entries come in within the last couple of weeks. But we have had a a quite good response. Uh, I've had several phone calls from uh, people looking to book accommodation uh, and the ferries and and stuff like that. We're hoping that uh, it's going to be very successful, especially after last year, because... It was a little bit of the last minute situation with the COVID last year. If you remember, people were unsure about whether they had to have what sort of documentation to say that they'd had the um, their injections and and all the rest of the business well that isn't the case this year you
9: say last year it was a little more difficult or maybe a little more there's a few more unknowns last year if that's not going to be the case in 2023 do you expect maybe popularity to rise again could it go to another level in 2023
12: well well, we're hoping so the only thing you've got to take into consideration is that um, there is a few more opportunities for dart players within the UK darts that, uh, so people will make their minds up whether, whether they choose to go to the Allemans but I say that we've historically you know the days of less france and, and and since we've we've taken it over historically it's been it's been as popular as any any event in the uk as the isle of man so i'm 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 not suspecting it's going to be any different this year. And hopefully we might just get a few more coming this year because of the lifting of the COVID restrictions.
1: The income threshold for social housing is being reviewed to help residents who are struggling but earn more than the current limit. Douglas Council hopes the increase will mean people who really need a home can get one and those who definitely need social housing are prioritised. Local democracy reporter Emma Draper spoke to Housing and Property Committee Chair Devin Watson.
13: The cost of private rental is absolutely absolutely astronomical at the moment. Some people are spending a third to half to two thirds of their income on private rent. So increasing the threshold so that more people who need social housing can get social housing is absolutely essential. We already know what people absolutely need. Um, We've already got these numbers with regards to living wage. So indexing it to make sure that if you've got a a couple with kids, a couple without kids, single families or single people, that they all have the ability to meet uh, social housing according to their needs and sort of ensuring that people who don't need social housing are excluded and people who definitely need social housing are prioritised.
2: How will you or the council in general be balancing the amount of housing stock you have available and the new additions to the housing list?
13: Yeah, so increasing the threshold is by itself is absolutely not good enough. Local government needs to work with the Department of Infrastructure and work with Treasury and in some instances work with private industry to rapidly increase the amount of social housing that we need. If we just increase the thresholds now without increasing the amount of social housing, housing. Yeah. We will end up in a situation where you might have some people who enter the list, end up displacing people who have been on the list for quite a while, who may have greater absolute need. So this needs to be balanced with building a lot more social housing. Uh, Currently, we don't have enough. And after this, we definitely won't have enough. But it's important not to have artificially low levels that hide the true scale of need. So the government really needs to work forward, uh, going forward, to build a lot more social housing going forward.
1: That's it for update combined by the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to news reader Siobhan Fletcher and producer Rianne Evans. News at 6 next.
4: New year, new sensational savings. It's our biggest ever January sale at lifestyle furniture. With amazing offers across our stylish and eclectic ranges, we're here to help you beat the blues and embrace the chic for less. Pop in and save on super comfy sofas. Find the brand new bed of your dreams. Refresh your home with beautiful living and dining furniture. The January sale at Lifestyle Furniture. Visit us at Snugbra Trading Estate Union Mills and our
10: second home at Tinwald Mills. Running a business is always tough, but these days it seems to be getting harder keeping on top of sales, recruiting staff and trying to keep up with the accounts can mean that there just aren't enough hours in the day. One phone call to Shimin Wilson, a Manx firm of chartered accountants and business consultants, is all you need. Shimmin Wilson can help you with an extensive range of accountancy related services and a team on hand to help you through these tough times. Your peace of mind is only one call away on six
5: You're in the car and you've been circling the car park for what feels like forever. No space is in sight and the queues are backing up behind you. Then out of the corner of your eye you spot someone with shopping walking towards you. They gesture that their car is right next to you and the only space
4: is now yours.
5: Woohoo! This is how it feels when you save over £500 versus MT with our broadband home phone and mobile bundle. Start saving at shore.com T's and C's apply. Are you buying the right insurance for your business? What are you paying for exactly? With premiums rising year on year, it's important to make sure that you've got the right cover included in your policy. Aon will visit your business, review your insurances, and provide advice on how your cover can be improved. For a free policy health check, call Aon today on 692-400. Aon Isle of Man Limited is registered with the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority as an insurance intermediary in respect
10: of general business. With Ellen Van in fuels, home heating Oil is made easy with our free smart monitoring system you'll never run out or have to think about ordering our online accounts and easy payment plans make it really simple to manage ellen Vanin fuels can even help with new tanks boilers and servicing combine all that with reliable efficient deliveries and we've got it covered just call us on 844000 ellen Vanin fuels making life easier. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre are pleased to announce their expansion with the island's only brand new, solely dedicated service centre for electric and hybrid vehicles. Kitted out to the latest hevra regulations. Book your vehicle in for a full service or an annual check with our fully qualified City and Guilds technicians. Enjoy an electric car experience and book an electric courtesy car. Available while any vehicle is being serviced. The future is electric. The future is... Jesus.
5: It's not just price match at ShopRite, it's price match. Plus the fuel you
2: save not having to drive miles for the lowest price and best offers. ShopRite, proudly locally owned.